7.53 p.m. on a Thursday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio. You jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your host, Eric. Yeah, I'm your co-host, Ross. And this is the podcast where we break down Always Sunny in Philadelphia, episode by episode, scene by scene, and just sort of see what makes it so funny, see what how comedy works, and just try to figure it out. Like a study in comedy, I would say. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was wrong, but you know. <laughs> It sounded right, <laughs> yeah. to a degree, you know. We're just yeah, chatting we're, about it's yeah. always sunny in Philadelphia, really. Yeah, yeah. we're just breaking down the episodes, having fun discussing them. And, and today's episode, I would say, not only is today's episode one of my favorites of this season, but I think it's one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> wow, you, you're putting this ahead of World Serial Defense? <laughs> well, I don't. I'm, I'm saying it's up there. I'm saying it could put, it could certainly crack the top ten. And and this is a okay. season. This season just keeps on giving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This season has a special place in my heart. You know. This is like a low key episode that has so much funny in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not one of those episodes. Yeah, it's that, like, very playful. Out. Yeah, you know, it's like, but it has so much good stuff in it. All right, Eric. Before we jump into it, could you just put away those crackers? It's gonna like make a lot of noise. Uh, I would, I would do my best to keep my crunching off mic, but e- I'm sorry, you might hear a little bit. I don't know. I gotta eat these crackers, and it has to be now. So. <laughs> okay. Today we're talking season six, episode four, Max Big Break. Original air date is October seventh, two thousand ten. Written by Rob Rosell, directed by Randall Einhorn. And Ross, what is the IMDb summary of this episode? Okay, after Mac wins a radio contest to score a goal on the Flyers' ice, he and Charlie train for the event, badly, while Dennis and Dee start their own radio program. Hmm. Hmm. They're, they're hesitant to use the word podcast. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> hmm. Uh... <laughs> I was gonna say, was this uh, was that uh, summary written in 2010? Because they seem to have never heard of a podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably they probably wrote it right away. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, that is interesting. We will talk later what their ultimate goal is because they do they do try to give it to people who are on the radio. So, are they trying to make a radio show or are they trying to make a podcast? Oh, yeah, that is interesting. It's like they're making a podcast. All right, we'll get into it later. But <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it later. Get the, short of it, the short of it is I think they're making a, a podcast to get on the radio. Right, right. And, and this episode was, was written in 2010, and so, Ross, you usually bring to the table some sort of thing that was going on in the world in 2010. What do you got? Okay, I have an article from the AV Club. And these are the best podcasts of 2010. Oh, nice. Now, hold on a second. Now, we, we've both have been podcast listeners for a long time. When do you think you would say you started listening to podcasts? Um, I would say about this time. I'd say in I 2010. Say earlier. Be- I would say we would probably listen to podcasts around 2007, 2008. I, I, I put it around 2008 or nine. Okay, okay. Be- so, because okay. some of these podcasts are very, like, t- like of the time. Of they the don't time. exist anymore. Okay, right, right, right. Okay, let's hear them. The Pod F Tomcast. Oh, 
Yes, love that <laughs> right? one. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> me too. Very easy listening. That put me to bed a lot. Oh, yeah. And uh, we got the Nerdist. Okay, I yeah. I listened to that in a long time. Well, I didn't think that exists anymore, but yeah. Comedy Death Ray wow, Radio. Wow, before they changed the Comedy Bang Bang. Right. Nice. Uh, uh, WTF with Mark Marin. Sure. I've, I've I've dipped in and out. Mostly out, but I've dipped in. Yeah, me too. Uh, Never Not Funny. I'm a regular listener still. Yeah, love love Never Not Funny. I, I haven't dipped into that in a while. It's a really good one. Oh, the, it's the best. We get the BS Report with Bill Simmons. I guess it's a sports thing. This I'm unfamiliar with. <laughs> yeah. Slate's Hang Up and Listen. That's another sports one for you. Okay. Uh, Doug Loves Movies. Wow. I haven't checked in on Doug Loves Movies in a while, but I used to be a pretty regular listener. I know, me too. Weekly. For yeah. years. Yeah, totally. Uh, film Spotting. I don't know what that is. Um, I'm going to skip over a few because I never heard of them. Savage Love. Okay, sure. It's a Dan Savage sex podcast of some yeah. sort. Yeah. And The Moth. Oh, okay. And Stuff You Should Know. I bring up Stuff You Should Know because that's that's a it's an antique of a podcast. That's been around for a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I dipped into that when it was... when. You know, I was first getting the podcast. I was trying everything. Oh, yeah, exactly. Me too. Like stuff you should know. Oh, just like two pleasant guys talking about something you'd never heard of. So. Yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to listen to Radio Lab all the time and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I loved Radio Lab. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, nice, Ross. All right, yeah, nice some po- some podcast trivia. I like it. That's a blast from the past, really. It really is. All right, let's get into this. Cold open, nine thirty a.m. on a Thursday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. At the bar, the entire gang is listening to the Preston and Steve show as Mac and Shelly attempt to win at a trivia question. So we get them we get them here on the bar now. This radio we see Frank, D and, and <laughs> yeah. Dennis gathered around. It. Yeah, gathered around. Is this a little this is outdated, right, at this point? It's it's an old radio. For two thousand ten, it's gotta be, right? Yeah. I, I like pot um iPods were around, you know, like yeah. It's just it's just it, keeping with the old tech kind of idea that always Sunny kind of always employs. In mm-hmm. now, Preston and Steve, should we talk about Preston and Steve now? Or yeah, let's just get it out of the way. Okay. Um, so ninety three point three FM WMMR yeah. is a rock station, and right. this is like a kind of like a you know two guys. Uh, what would you call this, like Morning Zoo Radio or something? Yeah, kind of. They're pretty famous. Yeah. Okay. I, I think in Philadelphia. Yeah, in Philadelphia. But yeah, I think they're like... Because <laughs> I never heard of them before. Well, this, so. you know, we have talked about them before because they were construction workers on a previous episode. Patty's, um, Patty, the billboard, Patty's billboard episode. Oh, that's right. Okay. Were, wow. Yeah, so they they actually made a little cameo in a previous episode, um, you know, not as themselves like they are in this episode, unless mm-hmm. they were themselves as construction workers. Who knows? <laughs> that's their that's their other job there. <laughs> but but it's interesting that this is like, you know, like when the Sklar brothers came on to be DJs, it was like a fake DJ thing. But this is real. This is a real Preston yeah, and Steve. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a real thing. They're keeping it really local this season. There's a lot of like local things. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking how Philadelphia this is. You know what I mean? And how like right inside baseball. Yeah, yeah, specific to Philadelphia. And like how I was thinking like, oh man, there's nothing like. I wish there was something like Boston like that, like comedy like that. But there really isn't. You know? No, not of this quality. Yeah. Oh no. For sure. Yeah. For sure. 
And, uh, but yeah, it's just kind of cool. Like to like, if you were in Philly, you'd be like, yeah, I know this. You know what I mean? Like I know right, this right, stadium. Right. I know this, like I know Preston and Steve. It just, it's like you get like an oh, extra jolt. Even later they go to like an ice, ice rink. Yeah. We talk about that. Like rink. a the, local ice rink. A real <laughs> ice rink. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can yeah. talk about that later. Um, but yeah, so now Preston, Preston or Steve, I don't know which one's which, but one of them was saying he calls this stupid trivia. If someone could win this oh, yeah. stupid <laughs> trivia. Now, what is stupid about asking like the lead lead scorer of a single season of a team? I think it's just like he's saying it's like an arbitrary sports question. I guess. It's just funny to call it stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe it's them just like acknowledging how arbitrary, you know what I mean? Isn't it interesting, too, that... that we're going to find out that Mac is, is trying to get to this beach house, but he has to win this trivia and then also win the slap shot. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> like hoops to jump through. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the person and Steve explained that there there's a trivia contest here to win a, tri- uh, a chance to go to this beach house where there will be like, you know, they'll be there and celebrities and I, I don't know. Have you ever like won or participated in anything like this uh no my it's funny my aunt uh for years would like participate in like a radio contest like kiss 108 that's a boston or i think it's like nationwide actually kiss 108 oh maybe i'm not sure yeah i don't know what it is but for (laughs) for boston there's kiss 108 and she would uh participate in these all the time and she won a trip to um florida at one point oh really wow yeah that's pretty cool i that's pretty cool I won a raffle once, but never anything where like I had to like, call and like mm-hmm. answer something or participate. whatever. Yeah. yeah, participate in some way. Yeah, no, I never be a contestant of some sort. <laughs> Do you remember like radio stations? That, like, did you ever call radio stations and stuff? Um, I I called to get tickets. Remember when we used to listen to a Boston radio show in the morning? Yeah, what the hell was the um, name of that? Like show? the breakfast show. It Is turned it into called? the breakfast show, but okay, previous yeah, yeah, yeah. to that, it was something else. Yeah. And so I called in just to get tickets. It was like I just talked to some jabroni on, on the line <laughs> that works for them. Yeah, they gave me jab- tickets to a, a show. Jabroni. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I and I used to call it show because they, they used to have this, like, voicemail, and you could, like, call and leave a voicemail, and they would, like, play it. And I used to do, like, character oh, voices yeah. and shit. That's they would, right. Like, they, would, they would play some of them. <laughs> and, uh, and so... But I also used to call, like, the Jim and Marjorie, like, when we used to listen to talk radio before podcasts, both of us would oh listen my God. to talk radio. Yeah, this was this is our gateway drug right here. <laughs> yeah, it Cause, was. Because <laughs> we were in our 20s, right? Yeah, we were, like, in our early 20s, and we would listen to NPR talk radio, and we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we had, dude. Yeah, but the, truly, though, Jim and Marjorie was funny. Like, truly, yeah. it was funny. No, they were pleasant. Yeah. Uh, but I would call them and stuff sometimes and everything like that. But, uh, but that's all gone, huh? Just it's gone. Calling yeah. it a radio. Can you imagine? So D has a question, though. Who would want to win a, 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 a trip to go to this beach house? <laughs> With these two idiots, as she says. It's interesting that, like, she does know who because she lent them their phones and stuff and knows <laughs> what they're doing back there. You know what I mean? Right. She knows who. <laughs> but we get, a, we get a great smash cut to... To Charlie and Mac in the office, they have all these phones laid out on the desk. And did you notice, like, but um, to the, behind them, because uh-huh. they're sitting like in front and behind the desk, right? There's a radio. So is this radio diegetic? 
Well, you know, you know, when you call these radio places, they tell you to turn your radio down. Okay. So how are we hearing this? Yeah, I think we're hearing the phone call. I think we're hearing the voice through the phone. But there's several phones. Yeah, but he even says like, "Oh, this one. This I'm hearing out of this one." When he, when when because we oh. we we see them here with all these phones and they got them on hold and they're trying to get through. They're getting busy signals. They're panicking. But then when Preston and or Steve picks up, they, Charlie even goes, "Oh, it's this one. It's this one." And he points to one of the phones that Mac like picks up. Okay, and uh, I think, I'll take your word for it. And I think we're hearing we're supposed to be hearing the voice. I mean, or they or it is that. But when you really do this in real life, they tell you to turn the radio on because you're a few sure. seconds behind because mm-hmm. of transmissions and the way it is. Like you know, it's not like exactly like live, 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 live. Yeah, you you just the way it works. You're you're a few like minutes, seconds, or minutes behind what's actually being listened to. So it's that's how that's how they can like. That's how like censor a little censor bit. stuff bleep things and stuff like on live TV and stuff. Sometimes they can do that because there is a delay. So yeah, so they they get through. Uh, holy shit, they got on. <laughs> holy shit, they got on. <laughs> it's such a great like like two like two thing uh, in a row. Yeah, like a beat back to back, but like also like the like it's an always sunny. Holy shit! Like, yeah, right. Yeah, I love an I love a holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't curse. Yeah, please don't curse. We they say they they don't do they say that the next time. Oh, they say it this time, but also later. Okay, yeah, yeah. They yeah. buzz him about it. Oh, that's right. They go, please don't curse, and he just like he just ignores it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so they ask a question here: Who got the most goals in a single season for the Philadelphia Flyers? And they go straight up into what do you call this? Panic mode? What what are they? What mode are they? <laughs> like. Like, yeah, they're in a panic because <laughs> Charlie's behind the computer. He's being like the uh, the tech guy looking it up, looking right. up the answer, right? And I was going to say, maybe it's just me, but I could not think of a worse person to put on the Google than Right, Charlie. right, right. Someone that is illiterate and doesn't even can't even find the H key. There's no H key. <laughs> There's no H key. <laughs> so, yeah, they're gonna, it's a hockey question. So... I, He's going to start with H for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to start with H. He's not panicking. And they're freaking out. Because they're, they're trying to cheat, obviously. I mean, this goes what I'm saying. That they're right, trying right, to right. cheat. Yeah, not hiding it, really. But think, think, think. I, I got to think like that guy that sits on the rock, the one yeah, with the big muscles. The, big muscle, the green guy. I like how we get the cut to the bar. Oh, yeah, like, say, we get the cut back and forth. So like, so while the scene is playing out, it's like it's like a cut back and forth. It's like a split screen, like in 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 improv or something. This would be like a split like scene. Right, where, right, like, right. One side is doing one thing, the other side's kind of Action reacting or reaction. to the other side of it. Yeah. So we we are getting these nice little shots back and forth to D, uh, Dennis, and Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're having great reactions. And it's funny when he, he's trying to think of the guy that is sitting like this. And they're going, the thinker. The thinker is saying it. <laughs> they both know instantly. Uh, but uh, Charlie comes up with the Hulk. He should, he, he think he's th- and then Mac has an incredible line. <laughs> the Hulk like literally never thinks. He goes, the Hulk doesn't think. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah, he's like, the Hulk There's a lot of talking over I know, in, yeah, the, in yeah. this episode. A lot of good lines <laughs> get missed. The Hulk literally doesn't think. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Shit, I know this. Dude, you gotta stop cursing. 
Look, you can't censor me, okay? I'm a bit of a badass. <laughs> this is like a great, like, <laughs> I'm like, to refer to yourself as a badass is very funny. Well, he, he's got a whole project about it. That's true. Project Badass. That's true. They can't censor him. He's a bit of a badass. <laughs> I like that he is like, just, he doesn't care who he's talking to. No, like, he's all panicky except for when he says that line. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and finally, though, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to guess. I'm just going to guess. I don't know. And he just throws a name out there. Reggie Leach. Correct answer. <laughs> and <laughs> this Dings, is whistles. Dings, whistles. Like silly music, silly sound effects. Sounds. And Charlie gets up and Charlie's reaction of just screaming is so funny. And like it cuts right at the perfect moment. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Really well timed. And I, you know, th- I mean, this comparison has been probably brought up a million times but like in this shot he kind of really reminds me of bobcat goldthwaite like oh Police yeah. academy era yeah 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 i see that i know exactly what you mean yeah do, did you look anything up on reggie leach or anything yes i did he was born 1950 from manitoba canada he played from 1970 to 1984 he was in the boston bruins the Whoa. golden the California Golden Seals, Philadelphia Flyers, Detroit Red Wings, and he was nicknamed the Riverton Rifle and the Chief. Oh, nice! Uh, the 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 Riverton Rifle. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a badass name. <laughs> yeah. Now, and we should also, before we like get out of this scene, we should talk about Max Shirt, right? Did yes. you look anything up for his shirt? I did. I, it's in my notes, but like deep down. Well, well, it's just uh, it's the it's the Fall River Marksmen, a soccer team from Fall River, Massachusetts. That's right. Uh, you can actually buy that shirt. I have the website somewhere down here in in my notes, but we'll get to it later. Oh, I'll, okay, yeah. When it, when that comes up, I'll I'll just blurt it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, and uh, nice Massachusetts connection there. And we know that Rob McElhenney just bought a soccer team. I know. So I guess he's always had a passion for. The world's football, because <laughs> that purchase always seems strange to me. I was like, "Doesn't that sound like weird to buy a?" <laughs> no, a I don't know. Scene? Like, I guess like if you, I mean, you gotta figure he's pretty wealthy, right? Yeah, sure. I guess it's one way to throw your money around. Yeah, but, it just seems like, like something. I guess like, he also enjoys. Oh, soccer, totally. Yeah, so. totally likes it too. But like, also like, even if like, say, I was just like had a ton of money, and someone was like, "Hey, you want to like go halves buy a soccer team?" I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or like, yeah, okay, you know, like, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool connection, especially for Fall River, Massachusetts. Russ, have you ever been to Fall River, Massachusetts? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> have you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I can't even point to it on a map. No, I have no clue. If I had to guess, it's by Worcester. Yeah, I don't know. But that's I, probably wrong. <laughs> if I had to guess, it's by Topsfield. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> this is real specific Massachusetts content. Uh but all right, yeah. So we get the title card. Max Big Break. Mm-hmm. It, it is Max Big. This is a big op- you know, they squander a lot of opportunities. So this is good. <laughs> and he actually says Big Break. This is my big break later on. Oh yeah, that's right he does. It's yeah. weird he says the name of the title. Yeah. So then after the opening credits, in the bar, the gang discusses Mac and Charlie's life-changing opportunity and Dee and Dennis's conversation skills. Uh, comes out Charlie singing here. 
this like, yeah. little improvised his- tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to the beach. I was gonna make our dreams come true. Down at the beach, that's what we're gonna do. Ooh, 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 ooh. And Max got his arms up. Like, yeah. <laughs> did you notice that? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the weirdest. Just now, they they're not going to the beach house. Not yet. No, they have won the uh, the ability to try to win to go to the beach house. Right. They won an opportunity to go to the beach Right. They're getting a little house. ahead of themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah, they say, they say that this is a life-changing opportunity. That's how they're phrasing this. This is, like, such a huge deal. It's a life-changing. And they want to, like, even D's, like, wh- how? How is this life-changing? Yeah, Dennis is like, excuse me? Yeah, I'm I, spending the weekend at a radio show beach house life-changing opportunity? Like, he's got a good question there. I, but it seems, I like, see th- it seems like Mac has a plan. He thinks there's going to be celebrities and athletes at the beach house. Yeah. And he's going to sew himself into the inner circle. <laughs> he's going to become a local sports legend. Mac thinks he's going to do this. Why would he be a local sports le- legend for this? I don't even, uh, are these types of things even televised? Good question. <laughs> that is a really good question. A local sports legend, like by getting the puck in an unattended net, <laughs> right? Is that like essentially what it is, right? Well, there's there's a cardboard cutout of some sort, and there's a hole. So, it, I mean, it is a little bit of a challenge. Oh, you know? I thought you have to. I thought it was a. Um, I thought it was like paper, and you like let's just break through it. Oh, maybe it is paper. I don't know. I don't know what that thing's made out of. But I don't know it either. seems like there's a hole at the bottom. Oh, maybe that is what you have to do. Yeah, that probably makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But but still, I don't think even if you get that, I don't think you become a local sports legend. I think no, you not have by to play <laughs> the sport. Right, and <laughs> many do, and they still don't become sports legends. Yeah, but of course, this is Mac. Like this is so on brand, so on game for him. Of just mm-hmm. this idea uh, that he's like somehow like the chosen one or something, you know what I mean? Like he's somehow like so good at stuff that he's never done. Right? Yeah, that, that's a good point. Like he is like giving himself quite the pat on the back for having done nothing yet. <laughs> nothing, and then we come to find out he doesn't know how to do it. Oh, not even close. <laughs> so he can't even skate, as we find out. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And still, this is where they like. This is where we find out that. All those phones were Dennis and D's. They give them mm-hmm. their phones back. Nice, um, nice like, mid two thousands, like blackberries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Ross. Do you think they should? They Frank wants them to berate him about minutes. Do you care that they used all their minutes? Do you care about minutes? Uh, I never did. <laughs> no, of course not. Like, what? I was like, never really on the phone long enough to rack up minutes. Minutes was like how long did like cell phone minutes last? Like four years, like it just like went away like pretty quickly. Yeah. So for the youngins in back in the day, there used to be like minute plans. Like you can have a hundred minutes this month, and if you go over, you get penalized with an extra fee. And then they did that with text messaging, and now they're doing that with data, right? Yeah. The cell phone companies, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) And when they mentioned this, these minutes here, like Frank was like, Frank's like, hey, you know, get on them with the minutes, get on them with the minutes. Are you wasting minutes? I was like, whoa, (laughs) what a! (laughs) I know. I was like, I was like, how old is this? Yeah, I was like, are they making a joke that it's like old, or was that actually what was going on? 
But as but Dennis, Dennis says, does say, no one gives a shit about minutes anymore. Yeah. So, like, it, it is like Frank just being an old guy, not being in touch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it would be even hard to even track your minutes or even know, like, or, you know what I mean? I, like, I think in the day when there was, like, the minute plans, you could text a number. And really? then you would you would get like you would see on the screen how many minutes and text messages you've sent. Really? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and like how many you had. Li- Imagine that, like having like a limit of text messages. Oh, I'd be Katie, over, dude. Katie would be in so much trouble. Her phone is like <laughs> is going off. Like <laughs> she only texts people, right? It's seriously, and I think like we all do. She'll have like thirty, forty, like pending texts because she's mm-hmm. in like a group chat with like seven other ladies, and it's just like. It's going off nonstop. I couldn't even imagine. You know what That's mean? amazing. I can't, I can't even imagine having seven friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and D here though is funny. D does give a shit. You know what? She does give a shit about these minutes. You know, she yeah. know she knows it's stupid, and she's probably buying into the phone. You know, the phone company's propaganda. But there it is. Yeah. So Charlie wonders like why they're why Frank is taping them. Right, because Frank has this like. I mean, this is like, this, talk about old technology. I mean, Frank has like a leather oh, yeah, bound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like how does, what is this? Describe, like a tape recorder? But describe that for some, to somebody, like w- what this is. It's like a black uh, little box. You put a cassette <laughs> tape in and apparently it just records it just sound record, yeah it'd, it'd be like those things you'd see in like an fbi would like press play and like a, on like an interrogation like yeah. it's, it's it's big it kind of reminds me of the uh tape recorder charlie had in the um right uh when he's uh doing the um what's it called scar the the not not scarface the um you al know pacino. What I mean. yeah al pacino. yeah pacino when he's doing pacino yeah Scorpio. It's, um, <laughs> Scorpio. Scorpion? We're so <laughs> Mr. close. Mr. Scorpion, it's Scorpio, but don't call me that either. Um, what is his name? <laughs> I don't we're know. We're going to cut this out. We're going to cut this all out, but what was his name? It's driving me nuts. Sco- uh, Spicoli? Scorpio. Sco- uh, Scorpio? Uh, it's something Scorpio. I think it is Scorpio. No, it is. It can't be Scorpio. Serpico, um, Serpico, Serpico, <laughs> Serpico. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was Scorpio. <laughs> so yeah, so he's he's asking, he's here asking, what what are the, what's going on with his recording? And apparently, he's recording them for like his car rides because they have good conversation. Yeah, and his stereo is busted, so yeah. he needs something to listen to. They got good jib jab, good jib jab. Uh, a term I have never heard <laughs> before. Have you heard this term before, jib jab? No, but I think it's like a. Isn't that like a um, TikTok thing, like a jib jab? I have no or... clue, dude. No idea. I don't know. Kids know. <laughs> Kids know. <laughs> yeah. And this is where we hear our our intro line. I feel like we could do a podcast, and it would be a million times better than whatever that verbal is we were listening to. You ever like when you hear that? Do you like think of our oh. intro? Absolutely, <laughs> <Yeah>. every time, <laughs> and it's like crisp and pure too. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, so they think they think about doing a podcast. They're thinking about doing a podcast here, but Charlie's like, what's going on here? Like, you guys aren't happy for like you guys aren't happy for us is like basically what he's saying. Yeah, because they're uh, so Dennis and D are putting down like Mac and Charlie's like 
you know, opportunity here. Yeah, it's stupid to them. And, yeah, they think they're wasting their time. So Charlie's like, hey, you know what? Why can't you just be happy for us? Like, why do you yeah. have to be so sad sometimes? They're, Your dark souls. They're dark says. souls. <laughs> this is <so> great. <laughs> they're dark souls. Yeah, yeah, like, and he's right, like. They are. No, yeah, you're right. And so this is where they, like, basically, like, all right, we're going to do our own thing. And this is where we get to split off of the episode. Yeah, they don't they really, really connect until the line. very end. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they split off. They're going to go learn hockey. And it was the thinker, by the way. It was the thinker. <laughs> Couldn't spell hockey. <laughs> and, Ooh, uh, zing. <laughs> Uh, oh, don't don't talk anymore until Frank flips over his tape. Don't talk anymore. But he he recorded. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> he recorded his Luther Vandross mix. Now, do you know any of Luther Vandross songs? I couldn't tell you a single one. Me neither. I <laughs> I looked up and I guess "Endless Love" is one of them, but it didn't even sound familiar to me. Okay, <laughs> okay, I don't know. No, that that means nothing. <laughs> So then, outside the bar, Charlie tries to teach Mac how to score a hockey goal. Okay, dude. Now, we're both in agreement. This is probably, like, the biggest opportunity either of us have ever had in our lives, right? We are not men who get a lot of opportunities, Charlie. The few we've had, we squandered. We squandered them all. That's why we got to stay focused, Mac. I mean, this is big time. This is pro sports, right? We got to do this right. You got to look good. Yeah. And you can't miss that shot, right? I really appreciate you helping me, dude. Absolutely. Well, a little peewee hockey experience never hurts. You're good. Okay, so first things first. Hold the hockey stick. Hold the hockey stick. Mm -hmm. Okay, good, because I was thinking I'd have a position sort of like this. Why would you do that? All of my instincts and my training tell me to use this as a weapon. All of your instincts and your training are wrong. Hold it like a hockey stick or people are going to boo you. The Philly fans are brutal, dude. All right, fine. All right? Right. Then you just sort of haunch down a little bit. Okay, can Done. you? Done. You might want to haunch. You look stiff, like a, you look like a G.I. Joe action Probably figure. Fine. Okay. Loosen up and haunch. What if I do this? That's way stiffer. That's pretty good right there, Charlie. You look so awkward. Bro, when you tack on mass, you sacrifice flexibility. That's just a straight up That's fact. That's insane. Touch your toes. What am I, a gymnast? Yeah. Charlie, teach me how to shoot the all shot. Right, fine, fine. Calm down. All right, all right. What yeah. you're going to want to do is just gently Gently sort of guide the puck at the net, like, you know, like a tiny bowl of cream you don't want to spill, and you're guiding it. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go out there and take a wicked slap shot, you know? <laughs> really make a name for myself. Otherwise, I go out there, I look like a jabroni. You know what? Yeah, we might want to work on some kind of routine, huh? Thank you, exactly. So I'll go out there, I showcase my weaponry. Uh-huh. Pump the crowd really up. Really get the crowd up. And raise the yeah. roof on them. Okay. But you know what? You can't take a slap shot before you even know how to handle a stick and a puck. So we just glide one just to get the form, and then we'll get bigger and bigger and eventually slap shots. But it starts with gliding like cream. Go. Gliding like a jabroni is what I'm going to be doing. Jabroni. Okay, go. Well, that didn't do anything. Well, that was pretty pathetic. You're yeah, right. Well, the problem is I'm out in the elements, dude. There's so much wind and sun. All and right. this asphalt, that's not regulation. No, it's not so regulation. All right, you know what? You want to do this the right way? Yeah. Let's go to the ice. Let's get some pucks. All right? We'll slide. We'll take a few slap shots. We'll do this the right way. Let's go to the ice. Let's go to the ice. Now, that was pretty long of a clip, but it's such a great scene, and there's just so much fun and funny here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. First off, they're out, they get the drinking. They're already drinking. Yeah, I was going to say, they have a (laughs) six-pack. It's, like, going to be, like, what, 9.40 a.m.? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> so it's 10 minutes after the opening sequence. I was going to say, too, about earlier, there's a lot of people in the bar for 930 in the morning in the background. There's like a lot yeah. of people in the bar. Yeah. And you know what? Dennis and Dee are actually doing work. Yeah. Dennis has like a towel over his shoulder and stuff like he was like. Yeah. They're cleaning, cleaning glasses. And yeah. Very rare to see them do work. Well, they, they Mac and Charlie out here, they agree that this is the biggest opportunity they've ever had. And they're not men yeah. that get a lot of opportunities. <laughs> no. <laughs> the few we've had, we squandered. Slaughtered them all. <laughs> yeah, I, can re- I can relate to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can just relate. Like, I get it. Wow. And I'm jealous so, that you've had opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> I squandered them all, though. Don't worry. It, it's, so we find out here that, that Charlie did some peewee hockey. Yeah, we get a little backstory of uh, the Pee Wee Hockey. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So and so he's gonna teach Mac like how to do this. And now it's weird. Like I feel, I guess Mac answered the question, but it's sort of like just let Charlie do this. Yeah, when, I was wondering the same thing. Why didn't they just let Charlie do it? Yeah. So all right. So first things first. Hold the hockey stick. <laughs> well. <laughs> hold the hockey stick. <laughs> he says he briefly goes, Hold the hockey stick. Well and he said all, <laughs> all my instincts are training. Tell me to hold use this as a weapon. <laughs> and all his instincts and training are wrong. But that is so funny. And and Max starts like swinging this like he starts swinging around like it's like a bow staff. And he's doing the whoosh whoosh and his, it's own, just, his own uh, sound effects. It's just so funny. Like, and I get the impulse of like having something in your hand and pretending that it's like a bow or something. I get that impulse, but like, right? Ran it in. Like, <laughs> all my instincts and training—they're <laughs> all wrong. Charlie brings up a good point that you know, if he's not holding it like a hockey stick, people are gonna boo you. Yeah, the Philly fans are brutal. Philly- I mean, they hammer people. Yeah, we know this. They hammer people. Yeah, we, we we're well aware. Uh, so so first things first, haunch down and get into like a stance. So you just want to haunch. He wants he wants them to get down there and haunch like this. Yeah, the way he does this is like, <laughs> and he's like, no, you look stiff. You look stiff like a GI Joe, and and just like oh, just like a good improv scene, you get stiffer. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. So and like he does this like little smile, dude. Like the weird this. crooked <laughs> smile made me laugh every time because he looks insane. No, and I, I was gonna, I, I'm gonna, I, I meant to mention this at the top, but this now in in you know if you're a new listener or whatever, you haven't listened to us earlier. We used to we haven't really don't talk about it much anymore improv because we don't really do improv anymore, but. It started out as sort of a dissection of comedy to help with improv, like just to understand what is funny. How do you put comedy together? You know, like a math problem. And this sure. scene, you know, they tell you in improv when you when you they start learning, they tell you not to do a teaching scene. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to have one character teaching another character how to do something. Exactly. And this is a teaching scene. This is a two person teaching scene that works so incredibly well. Yeah, it's, it's like, perfect. It is perfect. Like, and it's it's because they're willing to, to like Charlie's willing to just go along with Mac, even though right, Charlie's right. the one teaching him. So there is a little bit like butting heads, but they quickly make up, right? And go past it. They go past and it. The, yes. Like even and, though and, even though Mac is being taught, Mac has higher status. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I yeah. mean? Isn't that interesting? How this how this is because like... he still wins and gets his way. Right. Someone eventually someone has to win. You can't fight the whole time. Right. Yeah. And it's just this is just such an. And I would say this whole. I would sh- if I was teaching improv, I would say watch this episode as like how two person scenes should go. Like every, exactly everything that happens with Mac and Charlie are two person scenes. And, and also, like, how to get yourself out of a teaching scene in the right way. Right. Because like, yeah. those sometimes do come up, you know, because you're just thinking on the fly. You get nothing. You just go out there with, with whatever, you know. Yeah. And sometimes it turns into a teaching scene, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. And they are hard to, like, just, like, it's hard not to just tell do someone them to do well. something and the other person just does it. And there's nothing funny about that. Mm-hmm. So, he's, so he's teaching them, you know, haunch down. He gets even more <laughs> stiff. More stiff. It, well, you know, when you tack on mass, dude, that's what you do. You sacrifice flexibility. That's insane. Touch your toes. <laughs> what am I, a gymnast? Like, goes, what am I, a gymnast? Like, there's, <laughs> I, this is like what I would say, too. What am I, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Can you touch your toes, actually? There's not a chance. There's not <laughs> a chance. No, 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 no. I can barely touch my knees. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, now, is this the first instinct we hear of Mac, of Mac mentioning Tacking on masks, putting on masks. Has he said this before? I'm not sure he has. I'm not s- sure he's mentioned himself talk like talking about mass in general. But like uh, we've we've heard him talk about mass before. Now, what does he mean by the term mass, dude? Body mass alone. <laughs> Predator, yeah, for sure. So he has talked about body mass, but not. I don't, I don't know about himself. You know, he has he has gotten his pump on. And I'm not sure what he means. Like bulk, just bulk with yeah. not muscle, just bulk. Mass, yeah. <laughs> Mass. He's just trying to be a larger body. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. part of his training. And Charlie tells him, like, okay, this is what you want to do. You want to take the, you want to do the putt, and you want to gently slide it into the goal. Just gently slide it in, like it's a bowl of cream. You just want to gently slide it in. Now, is the bowl of cream a reference to something? I was going to ask you that. Because I looked it up and I didn't catch anything except it's always sunny, but it's it feels like such a specific reference, right? Yeah, yeah. That we both triggered us to want to know about it, but yeah, I know. Like, like in another thing, it was like a bowl of water training of some sort. Yeah, in a different movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he comes up with this cream thing. Like a bowl. <laughs> why is that? Why does that be cream? Could it be I anything? Uh, yeah. But cream, I don't know, something gentle about it. Mac's like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, he's going to do a wicked slap shot. You know, otherwise, you know, he's going to make a name for himself. Otherwise, he'll go out there and look like a jabroni. Right, yeah. And they should probably come up with a routine then. Where does, Mac, where does Charlie come up with that? We should come up with a routine from what Mac just said. <laughs> I don't know, but it's a good pivot, right? Yeah, it because, is. Like now, Charlie's thinking about this as like a like a show pageantry. Like, he's, he, yeah, pa- exactly pageantry because yeah. he takes that step further in their training. So yeah, so Char- Charlie's thinking about this as like a routine, like go out there, pump up the crowd. Yeah, like and when they start doing the pump up the crowd, like they're doing this like little shoulder like dance, like sh- up like the raise the roof kind of. Yeah, thing, raise the like, roof. Then they both start doing it. It just that <laughs> also reminded me of like improv, where like your scene partner will start doing something funny dance, and then you just start doing it too because it's fun to do. Yeah, that's all good. Okay, that sounds good. But first, it starts with gliding cream. Just get the form. We'll get bigger and bigger, and then boom, we we'll get that slap shot. 
He goes gliding like a jabroni, and then Charlie goes jabroni. Jabroni. Okay. okay. Like he, he he registers the second time. He goes okay. He <laughs> yeah, said it yeah. twice. <laughs> He's keeping tabs of it. He's like, okay, this is a word, but, but I don't know what it means like yet. A, what is that like? What is that like? It's a good detail. It's a good setup because yeah, Charlie's like, tracking it. It's genius to like put that that early on because he could just say later on, "Hey, you're saying that a lot," and still be fine. Right. But to put this little him like recognizing a, it, yeah, it's a little Easter egg of <laughs> yeah. It's something very, to catch. It was very cool. Like, jabroni. Okay. <laughs> he <laughs> repeats it back to himself. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> he just takes it in. You know what I mean? He just like takes it in. Like, okay. Yeah, he's absorbing it <laughs> for later. <laughs> so Max tries to uh, hit this like squashed bear can they use him as a puck. And that was pathetic. Yeah, it doesn't really go far. No. But Mac blames it on the elements, you know? There's too much wind and sun. And that asphalt, that's not regulation. No, and he even, like, the way he, like, gets down and, like, what is he looking at when he gets <laughs> down? He's looking at the curve of, of the street, you know? <laughs> and when he says this is not reg- asphalt's not regulation, he means yeah. what? It's not regulation to hockey? I guess it's not as smooth as a hockey rink is. <laughs> he also blames the sun and the wind. Yeah, I mean, well, the sun's a huge factor. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, the, the the elements, he's out in the elements, he puts it. I like how inconsiderate that they are, that, like, Mac even has his beer in the street. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, they look like, like, they're outside the bar. They look like they're in, like, some industrial parking lot. Like Yeah, they're outside the bar, I think. They are, yeah. I think, so. But, like, they, the, where the bar is is so crazy. It looks you can like, never find it. Yeah, it looks like where, like, you know, you'd be, like, unloading, like, crates from a ship or something. Yeah, some shady shit goes down there. Yeah, like, Daredevil's back there, like, looking for information or something. It bingo's hanging out. <laughs> bingo. So then, in the office at the bar, Dee and Dennis attempt to record their first podcast as Frank watches. I like how they just get right into it. They have all the equipment. It's all set up. And- do they have all the equipment? Ross, do they have all the equipment? Well, th- they think they do. Right. I mean, those one mic. That would that bums me out because you know the sound's going to be shitty. Yeah, they're so far away from it, and it's just, like, hard to do with one mic. It's just, like, and it's, like, I don't know, like, the headphones, the mic, it all looks so, like, cheap. I don't know the, what the word is for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they, like, they have, like, a laptop, and laptops in those days were terrible. Like, I mean, I, I can't imagine trying to run <laughs> anything on a laptop then. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he could have done it. Why? This is where Frank asked the the question we hear at the beginning of every episode. What's a podcast, dude? When he says that, it brings <laughs> me to the intro again. There's a lot of a lot of lines in here that well, we've ripped. They're all from this, except for the guys, guys, guys. Good news, terrible news. That's the only thing that's right, not right. from this episode. So the the they don't tape podcasts anymore. They put it on the microphone. That's what the, they put it on the computer. Is what they is what do you say into Frank, yeah, teach him about technology a little bit. Yeah, the big T. Well, <laughs> yeah, the big <laughs> T. Everyone's talking about. It. Uh, and Frank's eating crackers here—the most annoying food you could pick to be eating on mic. Right, real crunchy sounding. They're like saltines, right? Yeah, like yeah, like, like big, like dry saltines. They so they start the so they start the podcast. No real intro, just Dennis and D here. I guess that's the name of the podcast. 
Yeah, he starts it out every time with Dennis and D. Reynolds here. <laughs> like, now we should say that on the DVD extras, you can listen to four of the podcast episodes that they have. Oh, three of them. Oh, three. Yes, you listen to them, right? Anything interesting? Um. Well, they just seem like improvised uh, scenes yeah. between Dennis and D, and they're even sitting at a different position. So clearly, this is like just for extras. And oh, uh, I thought I thought it was just audio, but it's film too. It's video. Yeah, it's a video. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, that's on the DVD, the season six DVD extras. Right, they're like four minute improvised scenes. They're really oh, okay. good though. They're kind of fun to watch. Um, yeah, it's nice little no just huge takeaways, but like you could see this is like not really edited. Like it's right. like straight up them improvising, and they they have a good flow. I have to say, this is just a nice little fun thing to add. It's cool. Yeah, they try to they do like major topics in those two, like um. Border Patrol, serial killers, and terrorists. Oh, so, okay. check them out if you can. Well, here they're talking technology, the big T. <laughs> Absolutely, everybody's talking about technology because it's everywhere. <laughs> Being so generic, they do even later on. They get even more generic about stuff, but they're just so like vague and just like not specific about anything they're saying. Right. <laughs> like, what's your opinion on it? Like. What is what is that doing for anybody? She's not a technology expert, you know. Yeah, like, and and by the way, she doesn't know what her opinion is on it because she looks at him and melts the word opinion like in a question mark. <laughs> right, they came unprepared. Dead air. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just to like call the it out. Way he says it. <laughs> He says it in a way like... Like, come on, guys. What is this? Like, that's his <laughs> attitude towards it. Like, yeah. like entertain me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Dead air. And Frank's bored. He's going to bring in his his guest. Cricket, Cricket, get in here. <laughs> guest? <laughs> like, wait, Frank, you can't just bring a guest in here. This is our podcast. I feel this like you're trying to take over. This is what Frank does. He does exactly. Take over. He every time, every time yeah. they sit down to, to do this, he takes over, and you know what? It does become more interesting. <laughs> so Dennis is thinking maybe this is a good thing though because Cricket coming in and they can reel on him about the homeless issue. They mm-hmm. can reel on him. <laughs> <laughs> like what does he mean? Like, like, like they're gonna berate Cricket about this? Ah, uh, they gonna press him on it. <laughs> like yeah, okay. I don't know. So, Cricket comes in. So, yeah, we get a nice uh, cameo with Cricket. And he comes in, and he's uh, looking for his chicken. Frank, where's my chicken? <laughs> it's taking forever. Come on. And we find out that his voice is is, is messed up, and he, he explains that it's because of the neck wound he received when Frank threw a trash can at him. Ross, do you remember that? Of course I do. I got I, I have the um the shirt from that, <laughs> yeah, uh, from right. Das Bootleg. The, the trash man. Yeah, the trash man. He just he, throw, he, you know, he throws the trash can. He eats, eats garbage. Oh, can I can I sidebar real quick? Yeah. One time I was wearing the trash man shirt, and I saw two gentlemen walking down the street. They're both wearing wrestling shirts. One of them is wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. Okay. Do you know what that looks like? It's. I mean, yeah, probably is like he's got his hands up. There's like lightning and stuff behind him. Yeah. <laughs> And like a big skull. Sure. And the other guy's wearing a Ric Flair t shirt. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, 
and I just I look at I, I point to my shirt and I'm like pointing to their shirts and they just look at me like I'm an idiot. I'm well, like, you are an idiot. What does that have to do? <laughs> what does that have to do with it? It is a wrestling shirt. <laughs> yeah, not really though. I mean, I don't know. You think that your shirt of Danny DeVito as the trash man from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is a wrestling shirt? I mean, prove that it isn't. <laughs> I guess I can't. I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, cr- court is adjourned. Slam the gavel. So yeah, so like we remember him last time. He was he was the Taliban and he was fighting against Frank's the Trash Man and the in the Birds of War. He was kicking their ass. Oh, he was t- cleaning house. Oh, definitely. But then Frank came in with the trash can and ca- caught him with an edge, as Frank <laughs> says in that episode. Must have had an edge. <laughs> And we see the result. And this is going to be a sort of like a pattern. They've established a pattern here where each consecutive episode, when something happens to Cricket, it stays. It, he gets worse and worse, right? Right, right. We've seen him devolve, like, you know, yeah. class-wise, right? Yeah. Now we're going to see him devolve physically. And his, his like, wounds, like, they don't, like, you know, give him a wound, and then the next episode you see him, it's like... Like, if we saw him this episode and they didn't mention that, like, whatever, right? Who cares? Yeah, we wouldn't even think about it. But no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it happened, and it stays, and it's canon. It's great continuity, I think. Yeah. That has to hurt his throat, right, David Hornsby? To talk like that? <laughs> he has to talk like that. He has to talk like that all the time now. <laughs> like, every time they do cricket. <laughs> Does he hold it? Does he keep that voice like later on? I was wondering. I think that, he does. Cause... I think he, that's his voice. That's how, that's the cricket voice. Oh, I thought it was just because it was infected at the time. You know. Oh man, we gotta we gotta we gotta try. We gotta it, keep but... an eye on that. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I'm not gonna think... look it up now. Remember but... that whole episode that's just about cricket? Where he like, gets a job, he like, reconnects with his family and stuff. Oh yeah, cricket still. <laughs> yeah, cricket still. Uh, so yeah, so cricket. So he's in there and he explains about his his neck wound. Dennis is like, let's let's you know, let's get this going. Let's get let's start talking about the issues. But no, not until he gets his chicken. <laughs> I love that. Just being so petty about the chicken. No, 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 no. I'm not saying another word until I get the chicken. Turns out Frank was lying about the chicken. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, unbelievable! Why do we even trust you? <laughs> it was bullshit. He didn't. He didn't. He never had a chicken. But he got some lemons for him. <laughs> Oh, well, they're good for scurvy. <laughs> yeah, even says like, well, at least give me the crackers. <laughs> at least give me the crackers. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, yeah. So he takes the lemons, and all right, fine. He's gonna suck on a he's gonna t- suck on a couple of lemons, and then he's out of there. They start saying so. They so so Dennis asks him basically, what's the, a day in the life of for you, Cricket? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> and there's this amazing monologue that Cricket goes right. on. It's it's absolutely amazing about how he woke up with this dog sniffing at him, and the dog's aroused, fully aroused, mind you, and he's sniffing around <laughs> <Something>. his neck. <laughs> yeah. Now, when he says something, what does <laughs> this jerk want? What is this jerk want? He thinks about the dog. What does this jerk want? He says. Anybody <laughs> knows what he wants, you know, but he couldn't. He 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 couldn't say it. Not that he could. And, and <laughs> he takes thing, a bite of the lemon. Oh, it's dark. The yeah. beat of that. I yeah. love it. <laughs> then he gets back to his story. And, you know, <laughs> maybe his neck wound does look like the do- a dog's vagina. He's not going to get into the mind of a dog. He, the way he says that, like, I'm not going to get into the mind of a dog. Like, the way he like, like does all that, it's incredible. 
Yeah. That's God's work. Well, not that I believe in God. I don't. <laughs> not since that yeah. stole my well, kidney. That racial slur. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not a fan. Uh, But that's just kind of like, it's a cricket like, um, just has lost it. You know what I mean? Like, this is cricket like, yeah. like, like truly like, this is the cricket that we will know going forward. Like, does he get really any lower than now? I mean, yeah, he gets his face burned and all that stuff, but he basically does the same things. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He's pretty the way consistent. He talks and acts and stuff now is like this. This is the cricket. <laughs> and so, yeah, so he, he told the story about this dog and whatever. Like, this is like, he kind of like, Frank like interrupts all this. <laughs> and he's like, no, why don't you tell Dee that she's ugly? Well, that doesn't make any sense, Frank. He doesn't think I'm ugly. He's madly in love with me. No, he's over her, actually. Since when? And the way he like. He like, <laughs> like he's like kind of his back is kind of turned her and he like took but I found you were oh, he kind of like looks over his shoulder he's like he has like a lemon <laughs> peel in his hand yeah like have you ever eaten a lemon no <laughs> yeah of course not like it'd be so crazy they are good for scurvy though <laughs> but yeah apparently apparently he's over her and they get into this shouting match it's like calling each other crazy shit well maybe you're a whore you stupid ugly homeless bitch. Maybe a, a dog banged your neck the other day. Oh, yeah. Well, at least someone's banging my vagina. You know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> and then Frank's, like, Frank's like, yeah. Frank's like, Zing. <laughs> but Dennis doesn't like this. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. This is not good radio. Yeah. He's, 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 he's out on this one. Why do you think he doesn't like this? Um, I think he thinks it's devolving. But you know what? He's not any better later. You know what no. I mean? Yeah. Like, he so, joins in. Like... Right now he's playing on better than, but he devolves. So then at the Ralph R. Rizzo Sr. ice skating rink, Charlie and Mac practice hitting pucks. You, you want to tell me what you have on Ra- Ralph R. Rizzo Sr. ice skating rink? The best kept secret in South Philly? Um, it's uh, located at 101 South Front Street, Philadelphia, and that's all I have. Okay, on their website they, they, they <laughs> on their website they make it well known that they are the best kept secret in South Philadelphia. Well, you can't just go blabbing about it. I, I'm not sure what that means exactly, but yeah, why are you keeping it a secret? <laughs> I mean, I, it's look, it's the best for a reason, Eric. I okay, mean, it's on a television show. It's not that secret. I mean, I saw it. I live in Boston. I mean, tell Ralph, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't put this on me. <laughs> I want to Direct speak your to Ralph anger Sr. at Ralph. I want to speak to Ralph Sr. And if he's not around, I want to talk to Junior. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. So, yeah, this is a real place. Pretty cool. So, we go in here. Max swinging the stick around, making this, the karate sound effects. Yeah, they're just walking around on with sneakers, by the way, on the ice. Oh, yeah. Just walking straight in there. And now nah, he, he's going to do something like to come out to the crowd, like jazz them up. Like, USA, do some dancing. USA. Yeah. Not like that, because uh, <laughs> Mac has played it like a guitar. Yeah, yeah. Not Make like it classy. That. Make it classy. Charlie has a thing for wanting things to be classy, doesn't That's he? That's true. He does. Yeah, he does. But, of course, Mac is going to be wearing the duster. Oh, of course he's going to be wearing the duster. It's going to look awesome. But you should probably also be wearing a wig. And Charlie's explanation of it flowing and being more dramatic, he does this like a head thing as he kind of like motions how the hair would be flowing by. <laughs> yeah, it's so flowing, funny. yeah. Like, it's I, 
I, I think that is a thing in like theater in general. Like you want to be bigger than yourself to, right. to project an image to the audience, right? Yeah. You would want to be wearing a wig. You would want to be wearing a big hat or something that stands out. But this is like so they then they bring up this back brings up well you know if he's gonna be wearing the wig he'll have to keep wear at the beach house and then he's wearing <laughs> keep appearances and he doesn't want to be like Andre Agassi yeah do you know do you I know mean, about this Andre Agassi thing I did I I kind of knew it from like just pop culture in yeah, general I heard it yeah but I have some information yeah so he turned pro at sixteen which was in nineteen eighty six wow and then he started balding in nineteen eighty nine so that's three years in. So that's when he started wearing a wig. So for six years, this guy wore a wig till he eventually just shaved it. He went for a shaved look, which was just him being himself. I guess it was actually holding him back from playing. Man, just just to make like worry the it. wig is gonna fall off. I mean, like, I'm, I'm a bald. I'm, I'm basically bald. I get it. It sucks. And you you can't keep a wig on that thing. I mean. We've no. glued it on. We've stapled it on. No, but I just my my convertible. It just keeps flying out while I'm driving down the highway. I mean, you have a need for speed, so <laughs> I can't get the top to go down. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, they they they're like you know, but maybe just don't let's not rule it out. Let's yeah. not rule the wig out. Let's just keep it floating as a floating option. So we get a mention, though, we get a mention of the duster. And they just say the duster, like we all supposed to yeah, know what all, the duster is. Right. We're, we're all, well, we all know the duster too well. Don't you love, like, what? what is, like, what is the word the duster on, like, a whiteboard somewhere in the writing room? Like, how do they remember to bring the duster back? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Because like, it comes and goes in the weirdest times, right? Like, Max Funeral. Yeah, and like now, yeah, there's no reason right now why the duster would be broke broken out. Like, there's no reason practically. I mean, I think it's just to look cool. I mean, that's a good enough reason. Oh, but. definitely, it looked like Lorenzo Lamas. De- <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yeah. But like, it's just it's just like they don't have like this would be just it wouldn't be as funny. Obviously, the duster makes it funnier because always something has that little special something. But it would still be funny without the duster. Oh no, but we we have to add, you know. Yeah, we have to build. Yes. So okay, so he's gonna let's, they're gonna do some shots. I almost wish he was like let's do some shots, like Dennis was in the, <laughs> let's in the do Marine Pond. Let's do some shots. So they're gonna do some shots. He's gonna hunch down, and he does this like ridiculous miss the puck and then hit it backwards kind of thing. But it brings up the question of, was he just going to slap the puck forward into all these people who were like, because there are ice skating people. <laughs> yeah, yeah we should mention. Circles. Yeah, there's people just free skating around Yeah, the rink. So, I mean, he, he hits it backwards and he almost hits some people when it flies backwards, but he would have almost, almost certainly done the same thing if it went forwards. <laughs> right. It wouldn't have been any better. In fact, it could have been worse. <laughs> it would have been worse because it would have looked way more malicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so then this guy comes running out, this guy presumably who works here. Do you get anything on this guy? Yeah, rank official is Tom Virtue. He was born nineteen fifty seven from Sherman, Texas. He was in Lois and Clark, the new Superman the new adventures of Superman, Star Wars Return of the Jedi, um, Murphy Brown, Alan McBeal, Nash Bridges, X Files. He was in Return of the Jedi? Yeah, he was Darth Vader. <laughs> He was Darth no. Vader? <laughs> no. Uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi radio drama, I should oh, say. Oh, okay. All right. He, okay. He played uh, Major Durlin. Do you know Major Durlin? 
I don't. I feel like you would have been the guy to ask because it is Star <laughs> yeah, Wars. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a little too much for me. Too deep for me. But he was in Star Trek Voyager. Oh, shoot. Not, who's he in Voyager? Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader? Because <laughs> he does look familiar to me. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you caught him on Murphy Brown. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Uh, so he comes <laughs> out, and they can't be out there swinging sticks, and they're, 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 they're in skates on. Yeah, don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> don't worry about it, <laughs> Mac just doesn't care who he's talking to. But they get kicked out, and they're going to leave. He, you know, maybe that guy was right. Only jabronis don't have skates on out here. And they, he start, Mac starts talking about, you know, about the, what they're going to do about the, with the, the Can I stop shot. you for a minute? Yeah. You keep using this word jabroni, and it's awesome. awesome. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, the coolest word ever. Is that like a hockey thing? And and, and he says it's some racial slur word. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to repeat the word because, you know, in the dictionary it says noun, offensive. That's what it says in the dictionary. <laughs> um, but, I, but I found this, this racial slur particularly interesting because it can refer to three different types of ethnicities. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty vague. Italian, Spanish, or Portuguese-speaking person is usually what Yeah, it's almost say. like a Latin like slur. Well, what is that? Just like a, like racists are so lazy they just need a catch-all. Just yeah. one one for everyone. It's Look, like <laughs> ask if white people to remember more than one word. Is <laughs> one one more than one tactic. racial slur, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like three, really? Uh, and that's such an old-timey word. It's like I don't even ever hear that word. No, not really. I mean, yeah. I feel like I heard it in the '90s a few times, but yeah, but the context of how I heard it was like it's like weird. It's like I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like how Max says it. Like they even like I was reading about the word. They still like use that word on like stuff sometimes. Like it's like not that like you know what I mean? I I mean I know it's a racial slur, but it doesn't like I don't think it's ever meant in like a harsh way. I guess I don't know, but I'm I'm sure it doesn't feel good to be called that. You know. No, of course not. No, it'd be confusing. It'd be like, what are you, from 1950? <laughs> Wait, how old are you? <laughs> uh, do you? Do you know the word jabroni? Well, I know that. I know of the word of jabroni from The Rock. Yeah, I mean, I think he made it famous, to be honest. Was it around before him? Is it? What is it? Yeah, it's been around a long time. I mean, it's a wrestling word, actually. Okay. I mean, someone I know has a boyfriend who's a wrestler. And I had had a conversation about it with him. I was like, oh, do you know the word jabroni? Where did that come from? Like, I figured he was in wrestling. I mean, The Rock was pretty famous. He would know, right? Yeah, sure. So he tells me it comes from the word jobbers. So there's a term in wrestling called a jobber, which, like, if you ever watched, like, Saturday Morning Wrestling in the 90s, there was always, like, some no-name wrestler that came out. Some no-name villain that got his ass kicked, yeah. Yeah, that guy was a jabroni. Oh, He was a jobber. So... Interesting. Like is it, it's another, it's a slang word for jobber, jabroni. I, I picture this. Like, this, it's a no-name guy that just gets his ass kicked. I picture this guy telling you all this while he has you, like, over his shoulder. In a figure like, four. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got you up against, like, the, he's, like, pounding your head into the <laughs> turnbuckle. He's doing the big, like, ten count. <laughs> like He's, you guys are on a ladder trying to reach a briefcase <laughs> dangling from the ceiling. <laughs> Just so falling the, through a table. 
So then, back in Patty's office, Dee and Dennis attempt to record another podcast and discover the joy of sound effects. I kind of split this scene up a little bit. Like, I was, when Frank comes in, I consider that a separate scene. Okay. So, they, 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 Dennis and Dee, they're back. They got a little derailed, but they're cool. They got a hot topic this time. A real hot topic. He's real charged. Dennis is charged up about it. <laughs> Stem cells. That, that's so funny to me. How could he be? He's such a phony. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're so phony. Like, and why do they want to talk about the stuff that like everyone is talking about? It seems like you'd want to talk about stuff people aren't talking about. They're just being copycats. They're thinking, oh, that's what they do? I'm going to do that too in a less unofficial way. <laughs> So, you know, this stem cells, you know, some people are for it, some people are against it. Now, did you look anything up with stem cells? Did you do you know anything about stem cells? No, I wasn't prepared to give a, a stem cell <laughs> seminar. Well, you you uh you do need to perform one. No, I, I I looked it up. I got it. And it is like you you read it and it's like uh it's hard to comprehend because it's all science type stuff. But basically the controversy is about how you need to get certain embryonic stem cells from embryos mm-hmm. from like women, like 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 unfertilized. Like I'm not exactly sure what unfer- I don't know exactly what it is, but it's kind of like the it was they're considered like an abortion. It was like kind of the same. Right, you're creating argument. some sort of life just to extract something from it. Yes. So I think that's where like the pro-life people something like that get upset yeah. about it. But so that is I the mean, con- It's for the greater good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And that's like, it's always comes back to religion stuff. Like, re- 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 puritanical restrictions or, you know, really jamming us up, Eric. Where's our Bible? Where is our Bible? I'm going to need a new need <laughs> five years. <laughs> get get on that stem cell research. Yeah, yeah. So, and, but that was a very, um, it's not so much a, like, a, like, a, like a talking no, th- point anymore. No. Things flare up and people get roused about it, but, yeah. you know. We have to move on. So, so while this is happening, though, quack quack, <laughs> ding dong. <laughs> but Dennis goes, "What was that?" And he goes, "It was a duck." <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it was that a, made me laugh every time. It was because he's just like, "That was a duck." <laughs> <laughs> it was a duck. Why, why would you make a duck noise right in the middle of my thing? I was doing a thing. Well, he, well, she's up in the production. <laughs> well, don't. <laughs> Now, uh, uh, and then then she starts pressing like all the 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 buttons, she's pressing all these different sound effect things. But finally, when she does get to a laser beam, that gets his attention. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, which one was that one? And she points to it. It's a laser beam. I like that one. I'm gonna pep that one in. <laughs> Pepper that in is a great term. I love that. Pepper yeah. That in. <laughs> so then Frank bursts into the office with a new topic, war, and he brings in Ben the soldier. What a great guest. Hey, Frank! That's Frank Reynolds, everybody. Yeah. I have a great topic for you. War. War! War. war. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, everyone's talking about the war. And I have the perfect guest. Huh. Okay. All right. Ben the soldier. Hey, D. Good to see you. What are you doing? No, 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 no. 
I'm not comfortable with this. Okay, Ben is a soldier. He's in the war, probably. Not now, obviously, or unless the war is happening here. Is the war happening here? I don't know. Let's get into all this stuff. All right, great. Ben the soldier is here with us, folks, and I want to talk to him because, Ben, it's my understanding that there is a war going on mm -hmm. right now. Am I am I right in this? Well, actually, there are two wars two right now. Two wars? We're Don't in the say. midst of two wars huh. all at once. Now, the United States of America is engaged in both of these wars? Yes, yes they and, are. And uh, are either of these wars happening on U.S. soil? Excuse me. What is your job in the war? Let me, let me, let me, are you let me, let me, a carrier of, of uh, large weaponry? Let me just enjoy. How about if we talk about how you used to bang each other? Yeah. No. What kind of technique did you use in tie-ups and stuff like that? Whatever. Tie-ups. It's it, not good radio. people like sex. Okay, well, let's. I just it's... want to clarify uh, what my, my producer, Frank, is actually referring to is the fact that Ben, our soldier here, and Dee used to be lovers. Don't, <laughs> don't do that to me. Don't yeah, do that to me. That's not, that's not hey, funny. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, You're in the hot seat, it, girl. I'm not in the hot seat. Yes, you yeah. are. Ben's in the hot seat. So Frank just sort of barges in, right? I mean. Yep. Take over time. <laughs> Take over time. And he's got he's got a new topic. War. That's a good one. That's a good one. Everyone's talking about the war. <laughs> and in comes Ben the soldier. But yeah. he's like, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> I know. This would have been something you want to run by D, right? Uh, yeah, and now this is the thing everyone remembers from this episode. And what happens to Dennis here? He, like, malfunctions. Like, what would you say oh is happening God. to him? So who is he trying to emulate? Is is there a specific know. person that he's trying to... Because he's doing this, like, obtuse um, host, right? Like, yeah, this yeah. Really, he knows the answer to the questions he's asking, but he's playing dumb for the audience, right? I don't think so. I well, think he's, he's playing dumb for his listeners, like... Is there a war happening right now? No, I like, think he generally doesn't know, and he's like thinking, like, "Oh, I'm gonna get to the heart of it right now. I'm gonna discover something people don't know. Like, I'm, I'm a breaking like, journalist or something." Because to me, it felt like he was there was a leading questions, right? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I generally like when he says two wars, like I generally think he <laughs> did, he's his first time hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the midst of two wars all at once. Now, is the United <laughs> States engaged in both of these wars? No, what is happening to him? Like, what? Like, <laughs> if you like, like, he's breaking down. He's like having his malfunctioning, right? Yeah, well, like the playing dumb thing. Like, I feel like this is all like an act and a lie. And his voice is getting higher and higher, you know? But he seems like he's like. <laughs> he's not. He's not confident of where to go next. Like he's not like he's like kind of like this, struggling. This, to this like, does feel improvised because he does throw in the line of like, "Now, what was your job in the war?" Yeah, like yeah. that's not, that's not even a question. Like, what was your job in the <laughs> Were war? You a carrier of large weaponry. <laughs> we find out his job is like a some computer job. <laughs> Probably we right. do. We find that out later on for Ben. Oh. Um, but, but no, for right now, yeah, we, it's kind of kept, uh, you know, in the dark. I like that he doesn't answer, but it is, it is this like idea of like, are any of these wars being fought on U.S. soil? Soil? Like, it's, soil? like it's, 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 it is so funny. That's why I had to make it a clip. Like, you gotta hear Dennis's voice. Like, it's crazy. Oh, it's, it's, it's the scene of the episode, I think. <laughs> and Ben is like answering as if this is like a legit thing. 
<laughs> yeah. Also, just short to the point answers too. Yeah, he's like, yes, they are. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Frank interrupts. And how, how about they talk about how them two used to bang? Yeah. What kind of techniques did you use? Any tie-ups, stuff tie like up, that. Tie-ups. Tie what up. a weird, very specific. <laughs> and Dennis likes this. Dennis shifts, and he likes this. Yeah, I think he finds it fun, so he's joining in on the fun. I think maybe because he was like running out of steam and didn't know what to do with what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of that too, right? That energy of like, oh, well, now there's something. That... Yeah, like, oh, thank goodness they saved me. They edited it. They edited me. <laughs> like in an improv thing where like, oh, I got edited. it. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's what you do every time in a bad scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to get edited. Yeah. And... Uh, Dennis is Dennis. You know, says like, oh, so anyone doesn't know that Ben the Soldier and D they used to bang. And she, he does a little boing sound used effect. Used to be lovers. Oh, lovers. Yeah, yeah. And they do the the boing sound effects, and uh, they start talking about who's in the hot seat. You're in the hot seat, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like delivery every time. Yeah. He's phrasing it this like dumb look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> the hot seat. So then, back at the ice skating rink, Mac and Charlie get themselves into an 80s-style montage teaching Mac how to skate and shoot a puck. So mm-hmm. what, what Mac wants to do with, uh, to start here, he wants to fire out the center ice, you know, get the crowd all pumped up. <laughs> but we turn around and we see Mac's not going to do much of firing out to anything. Yeah, he's like skating like a squatting mummy, I would say. <laughs> do you know how to Does skate? He? No. No, me either. Not a cool. I bet I, I mean, could if I tried. What are you mad? I mean, it's like it's like rollerblading, <laughs> right? I, I when I was a kid, I used to rollerblade, and you could be. A, I bet that's a, a lo- translatable skill. You could be a local skate skating legend. I am. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we find out here that he doesn't know how to skate. No, not at all. But it's cool. No. He could teach Charlie. Could teach him. He's got plenty of time. <laughs> I mean, presumably this is like the next day. This challenge. No, this is all the the yeah the challenge. He says it's tomorrow night. Yeah. So they're like so, and you see they have one day to train wearing, really. They so I was gonna bring this. I was gonna bring this up later when we get to more of the podcast. But yep. they've been out doing this hockey thing all day, and they've been in that back room podcasting all day. Day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all day they've been back there podcasting. It's all one day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he's like, okay, fine, I'll teach you. It's going to be some work, but I'll teach you. And we get this song coming on here, Push It to the Limit. Yeah, who's that by? I got some info here on Push It to the Limit. Now, this is from the Always Sunny wiki page, okay? Push It to the Limit by Paul Eugene from the Scarface soundtrack plays during Mac and Charlie's training. Like the movie, it plays over a montage. In the movie, the montage shows Tony's rise to power as the most powerful drug lord in Miami. The version used in this episode is a cover version performed by another band. Hmm. Interesting. What do you, what do you think I, of that? I never would have. Well, I've never seen Scarface. A lot well, of people I are watched, probably going to get upset about that. i never seen Scarface either, but I watched the montage scene on YouTube. Oh, nice. Any, uh, <laughs> how'd you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. But, <laughs> and, but then it was also like, other than the song, there's nothing else in common because you know how this montage has a split screen? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, maybe that also has a split screen, but right, it doesn't. Right, to mirror. To mirror it, but it doesn't. We get the song playing. So so, so as we're seeing this montage, we're getting a split screen. We're getting like a left image and a right image. 
So let's just talk about some of the stuff that they're doing here. So the, for the, we see them str- now. The, we should also explain to me how they they're going from the apartment to the ice rink, and when is what is happening at what time? Oh yeah. Know? Okay. So yeah, there is like a bit of like on ice action and right. uh, in Mac's apartment, like right, doing stuff. Right. It seems like they go back and forth. Yeah. So I mean, this is like probably. You know, like a time jump, of course, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm wondering if they go, like, I'm wondering if they go from the ice rink to the apartment, back to the ice rink, back to the apartment, back to the ice Oh, rink. you think they're going back and forth, back Doesn't and forth. Doesn't that seem what physically. they're doing? Yeah. It does feel like that a little bit, right? It seems like that. Because like we get the, some time passage. Yeah, because they're, they're at, at, so we see them stretching in the apartment, and then Charlie's doing this thing where he's spraying Mac with ice. It's the funniest part of the montage. Is, yeah, is the, Charlie the, is spraying the, him, the stopping short, stopping <laughs> short, and spraying ice in Mac's face like over. <laughs> is that from something? Um, I don't know specifically, but you know that's just like a thing people it, do. It's supposed to be like your coach is being like real hard on him or something. Is that what that's supposed to be like signifying? <laughs> I could. I didn't understand the meaning of that at all. <laughs> just kept just, doing it. It just seemed like uh, Charlie Day can skate, and they wanted to. Showcase that a little bit, I guess. So then we see Mac eating a bunch of eggs. Not eating, drinking, I should say. Drinking a bunch of raw eggs. Yeah, it looks like Charlie cracks a whole, uh, like a dozen into a glass and stirs it up for is him. This, is this, I, this is in everything. This is in everything where they drink raw eggs. Is that a thing? What, is it, what are they doing? Why do that? Is it like spinach, like in Popeye? Or it makes you, like, why are they doing that? Um, I think that's part of a rocky terraining. But it, w- what is the medical reason? What is the idea behind uh, it? Just like protein or something. Because he's training. He he needs protein. He's going to need to pack on more mass. I g- there's got to be an easier way than drinking <laughs> raw eggs. It has Not to be Eating food way. or cooking eggs <laughs> and cooking eating them. The I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, either way, Matt can't handle it. Oh, he, yeah, he starts vomiting. And this was triggering for me because I had a recent sickness where I was oh, vomiting. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, brought up some bad memories. <laughs> yeah, it's never fun. And you, in one of the split screens, we see Charlie, like, behind Mac, try, helping him, like, skate along. Then in mm-hmm. the other split screen, we see him, like, with a bowl of cream on the floor, but he's struggling on the rink, I should say. And he's struggling with it to, like... Yeah, he's guiding it. Yeah. Uh, I like that we get the actual bowl of cream, you know? Yeah. That we talked about earlier. Nice little callback. And then we get Charlie checking Mac into the boards. Now, why does he do this? <laughs> Mac's hard Mac on him. Is, Mac is even like, no, no, don't, 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 don't. Like, this is not going to happen. Like, he doesn't need to learn this. <laughs> Charlie's preparing him for the worst, you know? And then we got we got Mac doing showcasing his martial, his weaponry. As as he yeah, that's showcasing right. Showcasing his weaponry. Yeah, and then we get we get them trying on wigs. Like, when is this happening? <laughs> They're trying on wigs. <laughs> they had to go home to do that, of course. <laughs> and uh, this is a great little twist. It's a little like, cool shot, right? Yeah, it's cool because it's like a twist on it where, like, Mac puts on the wig and Charlie puts a thumbs down. And Charlie has the wig on and he gets a thumbs up. And then for the rest of the episode, Charlie just wears the wig. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie in a wig is just so funny, especially at the end with the uh, the yeah. American flag. I had a Das bootleg shirt with that all, all that on. Yeah, you yeah. still have that? Nah, it's too small. Damn, you grew out of it. You're a big yeah. boy now. <laughs> Packed on too much mass. Packed on too much mass. I sacrificed. I sacrificed flexibility. <laughs> so so and so yeah. So we see them doing martial arts, and then 
uh, practicing the slap shot with the duster on. So they had to have gone home to get the duster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we got we got him gliding some cream here at mm-hmm. the end, and he did it. He starts celebrating, and the whole time this song "Taking It to the Limit" is playing. Mm-hmm. And they they do this like spinning, like hold hands spinning thing at the end. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real like come together moment. So then back in the office at Patty's, the waitress is the next guest on Dennis and Dee's podcast. Frank literally yells, next guest. Yeah, so he's like running a train through. And also we got a shot of like outside of the bar yeah. to showcase it's nighttime. So they so like literally day. have been there all day, like How you said. How great would it have been if you like if, when he, as he's yelling next guest, like Artemis was leaving or something or the boys were leaving. Yes, we didn't that would have been a great move. Or anything. We just saw right. him leave, like the next guest, yeah. Because uh, he calls next guest with no one else in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool if we saw someone we knew real quick. Mm-hmm. Bill Ponderosa. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> oh, man. Bye, Bill. <laughs> Bye, Bill. Uh, yeah, so next guest, and the waitress comes in, and she's expecting an apology from Dennis because that's what Frank told her was going to happen. What a, what a great setup. Yeah. What, what a great way to lure her in. Yeah. She falls for a lot that the gang does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they all do you know he, <laughs> that's all uh frank's been doing so like i guess he didn't have to trick ben the soldier to get in there no no ben he tricks cricket trick. he tricks he tri- the waitress <laughs> yeah yeah they should have mentioned somehow that he tricked ben somehow but like ben's that. such a good guy he would do it you know he'd just do it yeah he'd just do it yeah like you ask a favor like yeah i'll just do it that's the good kind soldier he is right Right, yeah, exactly. And Dee's pressing buttons on her soundboard here, and the fact that she came here, that makes her gullible and stupid. (laughs) Well, she's not leaving until she gets an apology from Dennis. And they just laugh, right? They just laugh at her. Dennis goes, well, you're going to be there for a while. (laughs) And and, this is Frank changes it to $50 to take off your top and drink soup out of my shoe. What? <laughs> like her reaction made me laugh every time. What? <laughs> Isn't this like no? What is this? This is like Howard Stern. Yeah, this is Howard Stern territory. I mean, I'm not a fan of Howard Stern. I, I never really cared for it because it's always like sexualizing women for no reason. Or like yeah, like other than like horny dudes to watch. We're gonna talk about this later. Where where Dennis is like, this is good radio. We're like, that's what the thing about how it's turned to. I used to always be like, well, they're taking their tops off on the radio. That doesn't really do much. That's I guess it's like much for excitement me. for the imagination of someone, I guess. Oh, my imagination is gone. Yeah. It, it packed up so long ago. <laughs> Seeing is believing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so $50, take off her top, drink soup out of the shoe. She's like, no, no, no. And I love this like little thing of like. D going, what do you say, sister? You, you want some cat? Like, what do you say, sister? Like, the way she says, <laughs> she calls her sister. And 500 bucks. Yeah, $500. And they she puts on, the, like, the, the, the clock. Yep, we get the TikTok. How would she hear that if they all have headphones on? That's a good question. Why are they wearing headphones? <laughs> for, the, for the aesthetic of it, right? Yeah, just for the aesthetic. And the timer <laughs> goes off. And she says, fine, she'll do it. But she's not going to take her top off. Well, that's a relief to all of us. And she has a great Ooh. look at Dennis. Like, it's like Zing. it sounds improv, like, the first time she's hearing it. Like, yeah, she yeah. Like, look at him. Like, it's like he didn't, like, wasn't supposed to say that. 
<laughs> but and and oh and 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 Frank calls for Cricket to bring in some soup. But I like Cr- how he's been hanging out there all day too. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> And Cricket comes in, couldn't find any soup, but he's got some dirty dishwater. Now, why did Frank think there was going to be soup? Now, Patty's doesn't seem like the type that would have soup on hand. No. We don't really ever see them serve food until they're trying to fake their way out of a health inspection, right? Right, yeah. Just a side note, because you mentioned that episode, it's so funny when... <laughs> Charlie like goes, like D like offers him like some other food that they don't have and he's, he's like why did you do that like like they have a, some one type of food they are going to give to him but D uh, mm-hmm. offers like a completely different thing like as if they are a real restaurant <laughs> a place uh, for steaks uh, yeah. Um, yeah so I, I, I'm not, I, I don't know what, what the, where the soup idea came from I have no idea <laughs> but they, they they get no soup, so why don't they just dump it on her? Dump it on her head, <laughs> and they start dumping, and they start laughing. And De- Dennis is going, "Now this is good radio." <laughs> and I don't know, no, it's not. Like that is visual. Everything that's happening right, is like, right. visual. It's not good radio, <laughs> right? So then at the Wicho- w- the Wachovia, I could be saying this wrong. At the Wachovia yeah, Center, how do you say it? The Wachovia Center. So you say it? Yeah. I think so. At the Wachovia Center, during halftime at the Flyers versus 76ers hockey game, Mac and Charlie attempt to become local sports legends. So the uh, Wachovia Center is now the Wells Fargo Center. If really? anyone gives a shit. Oh, man. Yeah. What, what great names they name these students, these, these places. <laughs> I know. Such cool names. The Wells Fargo Center. I can't wait mm, to go there. <laughs> do some banking. Gonna get some homemade popcorn at the Wells <laughs> Fargo Center. Uh, so yeah, so like uh, the the th- they're in this like little pen area and they're getting ready to go out there. And Charlie's like outfit is incredible. He's got mm-hmm. the wig on. He's got an right. American. He's got a Flyers jersey and an American flag tied around his neck like a cape. It looks awesome. He's trying to be like a like a. What would you say he's do like like he's this like a pageantry? He's a hype yeah, man. he's a hype man. Exactly. Yeah. I was trying to think of the word. Um. Yeah, he's doing a great job because he well, he's, he's doing fitting a great the part. Job because he tells them that he might you know he might be careful because he might throw up and get nervous out there. Oh, that's a good call. <laughs> he, he's <laughs> he looks the part. He doesn't act the part. And when Max like, Come on, why would well, you say that? Well, people <laughs> do that. My coach, dude. People do that. Is his response. And he's talking from experience when he tried to d- do like the. He does have stage fright. Yeah, stage fright. Yeah, when yeah. he's trying to do the acting and stuff. And then Dean Dennis come up here, and I guess they're there to support. Mac, he showed up to support yeah, him. Yeah, that, that's why we're here. But also, since, you know, we're here, we want to give you so this tape. They look so confused when he says that, too. Like, almost like they completely forgot he was doing anything. But they are there to give him the tape. Yeah, so it's almost like they couldn't have forgotten he was there. Because they're there to see him. Right, But for yeah. a different reason. <laughs> so, yeah, so they give him... They, 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 want, it, they want Mac to give the radio guys their demo tape they call it mm-hmm. and you know they used to re- they were recording on the computer but the computer has some water on it so they went and taped their podcast on a cassette apparently is that yeah they, they so they a whole ditched new it. thing yeah so they yeah i guess they ditched that recording went back to frank's cassette recorder whatever the hell you call that thing yeah and uh they taped over that luther vandross mix yeah like what is this luther vandross <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's very off-putting. Yeah, we we should have relabeled that. <laughs> Tell them it's not Luther Vandross. 
Now, what do they think is, what do they want to happen? They, what do they think is going to happen? They think they're going to be discovered, you know? They have that, <laughs> they y- y- yearning to be famous like Mac does, you know? Right. Well, Preston and Steve introduces Mac from South Philly to come on out there. And ev- all right, everyone, say a prayer. <laughs> let's do this. And they all like look at, when he says, let's say a prayer, they all like look around. Like they don't say a prayer. They don't even put their heads down or anything. They just kind of go like, uh. So yeah, he goes out there. Mac comes out. They come skating out, Mac and Charlie. And they skate around. And they, and they, what do you, I don't, I describe this in my notes as a little dance slash shuffle. <laughs> yeah, they do this like choreographed dance routine, like, but it's like so little. Yeah, you know I mean? it's like it's not over the top. <laughs> it's just enough to be like we put on a little bit of a show. Now we're gonna <laughs> just to pump the audience up. Just you to know? pump the audience. Yeah, get, get everyone excited. And they come skating up, and they 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 he comes skating up to Preston and Steve, and he holds up the Luther Vandross mix. What is that? It's the future of radio. You jabronis. Jabronis. Cool word. <laughs> he tosses on the tape. And that's, again, <laughs> it makes me think, I think it makes me think uh, higher love is going to kick in right after he says that. <laughs> uh, now, I love the rest of this because it's certainly shot in a different way, right? Different different style. This It's almost cinematic. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like the dramatic ending to a movie or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Max skates up, takes the puck out of his duster pocket. <laughs> slaps it on the ice. He does what he says. He does a wicked slap shot. It goes right through that, like... It goes crotch. We were saying that barrier or some sort. Yeah. yeah. Blows his crotch open. <laughs> score! Score! Everyone starts going crazy. Uh, Mac from South Philly has cemented himself as a Philly sports legend. Mac, Let's hear Mac, it for Mac. Mac! Mac! Everyone starts cheering Mac. <laughs> He cemented himself as a Philly sports legend for doing. That's the perfect like dream sequence like line, right? Yeah, all Mac's dreams has come true. Because we get this, we get the shot of Charlie chanting Mac, and then we fade out to Charlie like <laughs> trying to wake Mac up, saying Mac, Mac, Mac. Mac mm-hmm. rolls over. He fell, crushed the Luther Vandross Max. It's all over his face. Who who took the shot? I did. I missed wide right by a mile. It was terrible, he says. It was terrible. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Charlie took the shot. He missed. Look at the bright side, dude. I think you're going to be a sports celebrity after all. They, they're definitely going to play that shit on ESPN. And we see, like, with some, like, cartoony sound effects, Mac falling over. Oh, Mac does say at the beginning of this, what happened? And Charlie says, you fell almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we see him falling over and over again on the big scoreboard, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, the Jumbotron. The Jumbotron. What a great name, Jumbotron. I know. It's so cool. <laughs> Ross, what is your favorite character? This is a tough one, you know? Yeah. Kind of goes right down the middle. I might give it to Dennis, just because of uh, his- Two wars. Two wars. <laughs> and the U.S. is engaged in both of these wars? These wars? <laughs> I'm going to give it to Mac. He he is fun. He's a lot, a lot of, of fun in this episode. And what is your You're favorite right. line? I'm changing my answer to to Mac. Okay, cool. Uh, what's your favorite <laughs> That's going to be my thing now. <laughs> I'm just going to change my answer every time. <laughs> That's a good thing. People like that. <laughs> what is your favorite line of dialogue? It it might be Dennis when he or you know what? It's going to be Cricket's monologue. 
Yeah, Cricket's monologue. I was thinking that too. That was a close set. Cricket's monologue is incredible. Now, I'm not going to try to get in the mind of a dog. <laughs> right. It's like the delivery and... The lemon in the middle. Yeah. It, everything about it is uh, pretty outstanding, you know? I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with because it's what I think of a lot when I when I when I when I think of this episode is this is not regulation ground like the asphalt this is not regulation <laughs> asphalt <laughs> right Mac just blaming something that can't be at fault he can't take responsibility for anything he's ever done so it's yeah not he chose to be out asphalt. there too by the way <laughs> so like, like no one said he was placed in this yeah. yeah no one guaranteed you anything dude <laughs> you got into the situation and what is your favorite scene. My favorite scene is going to be when Ben the Soldier is interviewed. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, but I, I think I'm going to go with that street hockey scene when they're out there on the street and and when he's like, he's like, uh, now hold the hold the hockey stick. Hold the hockey stick. He's like, <laughs> all my instincts and training, like all of that. I mean, it's, it's incredible. That's scene. a great scene. Um, A close second was the montage for me. Oh, yeah. The montage is great. Just because we yeah. get some so few and far between. I don't think we've gotten one in quite a while since yeah. Charlie's training for his fight. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's been a while. I think. I mean, maybe there was another one, but the few and far between. Okay, so that brings us next to what is usually the IMDB trivia challenge, but not today. Today Dude. we have... <laughs> Are we doing something completely different today? What's yeah, going because, on? Because the trivia that was on the wiki and the trivia that was on the IMDb was no good. It was no good. It was. It was I mean, was, they're never good, Eric. What the? No, but this was. This was <laughs> what less, happened? This was neg. This was in the negatives. This was. How less could that than be possible? Good. They were just bad. So today I have stupid trivia challenge, and that is going to be about the Boston Bruins. Ross, these are three trivia facts. One of them is a real trivia fact about the Boston Bruins. And the other two are made up by me, the Boston Bruins hockey team, hockey organization. The stupid trivia challenge is what I call this segment usually. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's, I guess it's normal. All right, Ross. So again, one of these is a real trivia fact about the Boston Bruins hockey team. And the other two are made up by me. Guess the correct one. Number one, the original name for the Boston Bruins were the Boston Peacocks. Number two. Bobby Orr scored 38 goals in a bo- in a Bruins versus the Montreal Canadiens match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's so funny about that? Um, so, uh, side note. Yeah. Side story. I'm Bobby Orr met me. That's like when Steven Tyler met me. Met you. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know you knew Bobby Orr. Yeah. Well, yeah, I met him once. So, and number three, Ross, the Boston Bruins were the first American team to be a member of the NHL. What was the last one? The the one I just read? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking at something. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even listening. I'm sorry. We gotta edit this out. The Boston Bruins were the first American team to be a member of the NHL. All those sound ridiculous. You want me to go through it one more time? Yeah, sure. Number one, the original <laughs> name for the Boston Bruins were the Boston Peacocks. Number two, Bobby Orr okay, scored 38 goals <laughs> in a Boston first Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> well, you don't think someone could score 38 goals? <laughs> Number three. No, I mean, if anyone can, it was Bobby Orr, so... He did it while flying through the air or whatever. It's like a great story. Well, 
yeah, well, you know what? Here's my Bobby O story. I was caddying <laughs> at a golf tournament, and um, it was a member guest tournament. So every member of the golf course got to bring a special guest. And usually this is at the time when, you know, members of the course call in, you know, celebrities of some sort, you know, yeah. someone of noteworthy. So the the party in front of us, uh, Bobby Orr was in. So the course is backed up that day because it's a big tournament. And we're just so there's a, a group on the tee and we're behind them waiting on the tee. So th- like this is like a backed up situation. And Bobby Orr is just standing there and I'm, you know, standing there as well. He, he turns around, just looks around and he comes over to me and just starts talking to me. <laughs> he just like puts out his hand. He's like, hi, I'm Bobby Orr. Like, like everyone's been talking about how Bobby, like, I know you're here, dude. <laughs> like. You don't have to say it, but he ended up giving everyone an autographed photo of him doing that famous fly through the air shot. And he was like, and he didn't tell you about that story. He that time he went, he scored thirty eight goals. And against... then he tried to kiss me. It was weird. <laughs> I don't think so, Ross. No one, no one tried to kiss you. <laughs> well, that part's true. <laughs> no, it's true. Ross, number three, the Boston Bruins were the first American team to be a member of the NHL. Which is the correct one? One, two, or three? Uh, I'm going to say one. The original team of the Boston Peacocks, Ross, that is incorrect. The Boston Bruins were the first American team to be a member of the NHL right behind the Montreal Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. Or the Toronto well, Maple how, Leafs. Well, the here's the question. Canadians. How could they be in a league of their own? So who are they playing against if they're in the only person in the league. I think there was, I think there was like the way, however they inducted the teams, the Bruins were first. There was like the there was a, those first. Oh, so two maybe teams. they did a batch at, at a time, but they were the first. Yeah, they were the fir- technically the first American team in the NHL of maybe like five, right? Of three, I think three teams. Okay, Cause okay, because they, they were the third in the NHL all to, all together, with only the. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens ahead of them. Interesting. Um, and by the way, Montreal Canadiens, come on, guys. I mean, that's like come the, on. What? That's like a placeholder <laughs> name. That's like we'll think of something later. <laughs> the Montreal Canadiens. The Boston Americans. The Boston people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Ross, you failed that as you fail most. You, you, you squandered that question like you squandered all <laughs> all my opportunities. That brings us to our final thoughts on this episode, Ross. Please tell me what do you think? You can't censor this episode. It's a bit of a badass, or this episode is not regulation asphalt. It's a bit of a badass. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's so it's packed with funny. It's, it's awesome. Like, it's only twenty minutes and it flies by. It does. There's really there's like barely any locations. Like Dennis and D don't really leave the office. Right. It's a static situation there. And then what? The apartment and the rink. Essentially those are the only places we go. And I don't know if you noticed this. Did you notice that they didn't show D like below her like shoulders yeah, yeah. basically? She's sitting the down episode. the whole time. Yeah, she's yeah. behind the bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I love, I love this. I truly, I love this episode. I really do. And not just because it's in our intro. I mean, that's partly why, but. I mean, there was a lot to love because of that. Every time I heard a clip, I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, Um, so, oh yeah. One thing I want to talk about with continuity. I know at the beginning of the episode, we see Charlie and Mac in the office. There's, uh, like a bunch of shit 
on the wall, yeah. like a radio that that what I thought was the diegetic radio. When right. Dennis and D are recording their podcast, that shit isn't there at all. So oh. <laughs> like, it almost looks like a different setup entirely. Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that at all. I didn't catch that. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Just something I wanted to mention before we exited. It's something you'll be thinking about as you go to sleep tonight and first thing when you wake up in the morning. Well, not that I got it off my chest. I'll, I'll <laughs> sleep like a baby. <laughs> what we get going on next episode? Next episode we are covering is Mac and Charlie, White Trash. Now, what do you? What can we expect from this episode? Um, you know, we get to mourn Jamie Nelson. That's right. The, in the swimming pool, we get to um, we get to have cut off jean shorts. That's right. Uh, we get a uh, greasy watermelon. <laughs> a greasy watermelon. That's right. Yeah. Uh, do you remember one of our improv teammates told a story about like a yeah. greasy watermelon? watermelon. <laughs> like, it was like a yeah. real thing. This is a a real thing people do. <laughs> we and we were on stage when he was telling that story. And we were blown uh, I was, away. I, I was kind of thinking about it's always sunny when Me he too. said that. I was like, I was too. I was like, wow, it's a real thing. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, we got. Uh, Drowning we get the gang pools. getting boxed out. The gang getting boxed out. That's right. Yeah, from the um, country, from like the pool club. Yeah, the country club. Um, what else we got? I mean, we got most of. The, I think most uh, we got most of the episode is Charlie and and Mac inside the pool. I mean, they're in like that pool for a lot. I think. <laughs> yeah, they're in that you pool know, for a lot of the time. This is what it's Mac funny will do. The way Mac it... will run up. He'll run up the, the wall. <laughs> what does he say? He'll do a backflip or something. <laughs> like, do a back, Charlie. Like, do a backflip right now. Yeah, he's like, you know what? This act, this move actually requires a front flip. He's like, you can't even do a front flip. He's like, well, do one now. He's like, well, what if I need to do one later? You need to do one now, and you can't do it. <laughs> it's great. It's great. This episode is very funny, and you know what? I actually, um, you can we we you could probably edit this out if you want because it might not come true. But I think we we that our previous guest Anthony from our improv team wants to do this episode. This is the first I'm hearing of this. I think. We we had a little text back and forth. He's interested on in getting back on the pod, and and he, cool, he cool. mentioned this episode. I said, yeah, we'll get you, and then I forgot. Oh, very cool. Well, you might want to remind him because he has to start <laughs> taking notes. Yeah, I will get on that. Well, uh, you at home, thank you so much for listening. You do not have to take notes. We got that covered. And, uh, well, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, until we uh, meet again, good, good day, day to, to yous. Always Sunnycast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email questions, thoughts, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And, as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. <laughs>